thank you for coming on this podcast with me. This thank you be- so much for inviting me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, so tell me, um, tell me more about yourself, like you as a person. Um, okay, so I'm French. I have grown up in the south of France. Um, I started modeling when I was 17. Now I'm about uh, 22. Uh, so I start quite early. I have started after my study. Um, I start uh, for uh, development in Paris first. And then after I travel a little bit everywhere, I start to travel in Asia. Then after Asia, I went to South Asia, like India. After I went to Dubai, I came back to Europe. So it's pretty much what I do. That's awesome. And tell me, what's your favorite color? My favorite color is pink, like baby pink. <laughs> oh, nice. So girly. And what kind of music do you like? Uh, it's really depending on my mood. I love music. I can't sleep without music. So like right now, because I'm really chill and I was working, I listen to jazz music. But otherwise, I can just listen like the music on the moment, like uh, dancing music, like techno, I don't know, deep house. It's really depending on the moment. And what what do you do for fun normally? For fun, uh, I watch Netflix. I do a lot of sports. For me, it's somewhere to release my stress. Uh, I talk with my best friend. She's um, another model from um, um, like Argentina. So she's really far from me, but we talk every day on the phone, like every single day. That's awesome. So you recently won the pageant title of Miss Europe. And yes. before before that, Miss France. And I saw Miss Supermodel Worldwide France. Yes, so- exactly. Awesome. So congratulations. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So tell me how how did that make you feel to win? It was really hard, like really hard to win. Uh because like um I did about three pageants. So I did Miss Supermodel Worldwide. I arrived second um second. And after I did another pageant, um I went top ten and after I signed up to Miss Europe. And I was kind of struggling because I was about to do London Fashion Week and after uh, London Fashion Week, three days after I must to fly to Beirut to do the final of Miss Europe. So even before coming in my head, I was like, should I cancel? Should I not? Should I cancel? Should I not? So I didn't cancel and I went. And I was feeling prepared, but I was like, okay, I don't know what to expect because I have watched the profile of the other winner and I was like, whoa, those girls are like fire. So I was like, like kind of a little bit anxious. Then I work so hard during uh, this pageant and I feel like a lot of positive vibration from everyone, not only like the judge, not only the people who surrounded me, but also the candidate. The candidate with me was really nice. Like I was like surprised, you know, just try to be really myself on this pageant and try to be um, really, um, how can I say? Uh, like I try to do what people expect me to do, like as much as possible to be a good example to people. And after it was the final, and uh, 
I felt I will have a good ranking, but I did. I wasn't sure if I w- will win or not. But I felt I will have a good ranking. So um, I was a little bit anxious, and uh, you will f- find it really funny. But during the final, because of coronavirus, we couldn't have as much people as usual during Miss Europe. You have more than uh, 500 people watching uh, the pageant. And I was like, I didn't see so much people. So I was thinking we was doing rehearsal. And uh, at the end of uh, maybe top 10, you have like one of the girls, she come to me and said, Gabby, it's not the rehearsal, it's actually the real final. It was like, oh my God, I was so shocked. And after when they say me winner, I was like, I was crying. I, I, I lose my temper. I was really crying. I was so shocked. And in like 24 hours, my life have changed so much. It's like my phone couldn't stop ringing for like 24 hours. It was insane, like insane. Like next day, I have like a lot of press, more than like 20 magazines talking about me in like press. I have like... A lot of people calling me to have like a request. I was really shocked. I was really shocked. And after you have my cover from L'Official magazine, my first cover of L'Official was just up a few days after. So it was like amazing. I have my crown and I have my first cover of L'Official. For me, like it was insane, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was a pleasure to actually have you on our cover. Um, it's a beautiful cover, beautiful photo i've never been to paris but um Mm -hmm. it's just one of those places that always mesmerized me especially the photography and the art that comes from there um so so tell me what does this title mean to you Uh, this title means a lot because uh before after this type this type of agent like miss europe the next step is miss word or miss universe so if i want to continue my title like going even higher in like pageants i must to go to miss word or miss universe uh otherwise this title is really really high like i can go to like Cannes festival with it it's opened me a lot of door already. Uh, I have a lot of projects coming up, but I know I have a responsibility toward my title and the people who elected me. So um, I need to uh, do charity work and social work. I need to also choose we, uh, which girl will be the next Miss Europe next year. I must be a judge. Um, I must to travel. I have a lot of responsibility with this title. Right. And like, as far as charity work, do you have like a specific cause that you actually work with or that is close to your heart? Uh, I'm really um, in, I'm really, um, who you say in English? I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm really interested into uh, everything with towards children, especially like little girl and woman empowerment. Because when I was a child, I have like, little bit of issue um when i was like teenager i get bullied by a lot of people it was like pretty hard for me so i try to use my personal experiences as something to to like help people you know and help little girl like me um so my first uh, charity project will be with uh, association with for women for breast cancer a woman empowerment and uh, try to make accept the um, 
So women who have like breast uh, cancer, they have like sometimes like self-esteem issue. So I will try to work with this. And after I will try to find some um, like organization with really more focus on children. So it's my plan for the moment. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, it's amazing. to. Um, I've worked, well, I've kind of done a lot of things with different charities, like as far as events and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. always good to find someone that's very passionate about giving back because you can accomplish so many things. Um, yeah. But to be able to give back is even more amazing. Um, so, yeah. That's great. So what have you, (laughs) no problem. What have you appreciated most during your modeling career so far? Um, I have, when I just started, uh, for me, it was like really complicated. It was not easy when you start because everybody is like expecting something from you. It's like, you need to be skinny enough, you need to be tall enough, you need to have this type of haircut because this season it's about this haircut. I dye my, I dye my, my hair like about uh, four times. Like I was blonde and gingers and brunette with short hair, long hair. It was like a lot. And I learned a lot about this industry when I was young. And um, I really love this industry. It's really creative. Um, I enjoy all time being like movement, traveling a lot, but, um, now for about three years, my profile have little bit changed due to my number of followers on Instagram and the content creation and create on Instagram. I became also like influencers. So for a lot of brands, they don't try to change me anymore. They just take me as I am and I become like more like individual person. So it's something like I, I appreciate more now. And um, yeah, really grateful for everything happening in my career as well. Not all time easy, but yeah, I appreciate everything. That's great. So in your career, what have been the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome so far? I think it's about, I have been an international model, so it means I have traveled to a lot of countries. And because I didn't have like nothing back home, basically I was like, yes, I'm happy to travel almost everywhere. So I travel a lot. And I can see on a lot of different markets, people try to make you adapt. For example, when I go to like Arabic country, I must to be more like a brunette and like, about my measurement, it's different when them uh, when I'm in Europe is like some different style. When I'm in UK, it's a different style. When I go to US, it's also a different style because I have been in Miami, so they're expecting something different from like France, for example. So um, I need to adapt a lot to people. I think it's my biggest like um, challenge all the time. But right now, like. I enjoy my career more than when I start, obviously, because now I'm starting to be like big magazine and big brand. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's really cool right now. That's cool. Uh, so let's see. So you seem to have had a very successful career so far. Are there any 
moments that you would say was like a bit embarrassing or like a blooper? Like what's your most embarrassing moment in your modeling um, career? I I have few. Um, my first catwalk in my hometown, I fell in the middle of the, like actually my ankle twist when I was on the runway in front of everyone. And you have like, few people laughing in the audiences so yeah obviously it was like it was embarrassing but actually after this on runway I don't have like so many bad experiences when I talk about like big designer and everything nothing wrong happened after this moment um after this yes when I'm arrived to Asia for the first time I did like a really big casting and like in Paris casting is more about maybe 40 people but if you go to Asia, you can have a day of casting with uh, the same room, more than 100 like models, you know. And um, I was not ready because it was the first day I arrived to the agency. So they sent me straight away to casting. And my first casting was for the, um, the Thai Fashion Week. So the Fashion Week in Thailand. And people make me like undress and like catwalk in underwear in front of, of everyone. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and um, another time I did like um, a campaign for a brand in a resort in India. It was for um, like traditional Indian designer. And uh, you have a lot of mosquito and some in, like mosquito came and bite me on my face at the end of the shoot. And next day I have like a lot of bump due to mosquito bike and I couldn't like, shoot for two weeks after <laughs> wow <laughs> well you know the reason why i ask is because you know there's a lot of um aspiring models out there a lot of young girls that would love to walk in your footsteps and and sometimes things happen like i've been to tons of fashion shows where there'll be like a model yeah. fall or where a photo shoot where you know, something just odd happens. And sometimes people get discouraged thinking that they're not good enough because of these things. So it's always good to kind of know that you're not the only one. And there is people out there that have succeeded that have gone through some of the things that you are going through right now. So yeah. that leads me, yeah, thank you. So that leads me to say, um, what advice would you give to young girls that would like to do modeling? I think if you want to be really, if you want to do modeling as like a side patient, it's fine. But if you want to like really like do modeling full time and be international model and succeed in this industry, you need to be really patient and you need to have a lot of strength and you need to work really hard, like really, really hard. and like all the, cho the choices you will make for your life, you need to all time think about it because sometimes you have like slow seasons and high seasons where you have like a lot of jobs. Sometimes you don't have many jobs. So you need to think like, okay, if I get discouraged, like should I change my life? But after you will have maybe like a great offer and all the work you have done previously is like, you cannot change your life like straight away. So it's happening to me. I have like slow season before and I was like, okay, should I stop modeling? And should I like give up? And something inside me said, no, you should not give up. And I just like continue. And now I'm like, I'm the face of like 
big magazine. I do like big brand. And it's insane, you know, because I just came from a little town. My family is not related for, uh, to fashion. And like what I have done for the past four years, it's just like insane to me, you know. Yeah, I get it. I really get it. That's amazing. It's it's really good to see someone really accomplish their goals like that. Um, seems like you've been very dedicated to your work. Yeah. Um, right. So this pandemic, how is that affecting you and your work? Uh, actually, I I can't shoot right now. I can't. I don't have like modeling jobs. I have some requests from other country. But I need to fly. But unfortunately, I can't fly because it's really complicated. Even if I could fly, it's, really, it's not like a direct fly. Most of the fly are like really, really expensive or it's because like you need to stop for like 24 hours. So it's really hard. So most of the time, like now I can't do modeling jobs. I still have like digital work a lot with brands. Um, because I'm a fashion influencer, so I receive a lot of requests, product to promote, fashion brand to promote on Instagram. I have also a magazine a project was coming up. Um, and I try to diversify my, my work as well because I have started to work on digital for maybe about almost one year since I'm arrived in London. I really like um, increase my work in digital and now with coronavirus I like yes I think it's really good to to keep something in digital so I still have my income from digital work right now right so how is it in London how is um how have it changed since the pandemic uh, like uh, London is, um, I think London is quite open compared to the other country. Is like, um, I still able to go out for walk and like do some stuff. But I know in a lot of country, you're not even able to go out. If you go out, you're arrested or you need to pay some money or do some stuff like this. So in London, they're quite open. But obviously, like, um, you cannot work like before. People don't work like don't go to the office or only few people. Right. I hear you. Like it's, it's pretty weird here too. Um, like all the stores are closed. Um, people are working remotely. Um, you can go to the supermarket. You can go to the doctor. Of course you can go to the hospital if you need to, but you, all the parks are closed. You can't go to the beach. I live in South Florida. So the beach is like, Yes. You know, not to go to the beach is, is really <laughs> weird. Um, so, yeah, it's hard, kind of hard adjusting here, too. I'm hoping that it's going to end soon. Um, yes, I think, so. I think so. Because, for example, in Paris, things are already going to reopen this month, like 11 months. Uh, in some countries, starting to reopen already. I don't know about UK because... In the UK, uh, we are one of the countries who have the bigger number of deaths due to coronavirus because people want to react differently from other countries. Other countries have been in lockdown like really, really fast. It's why like they have limited the number of deaths. But in London, they are like quite casual about it. You know, they they take a really long time before taking the full decision of putting people on lockdown. So it's why we have like the 
is a bigger number of deaths right now in, in Europe. And um, so I don't know about London for how long it will be like this. Right. And as far as your opinion goes, what do you think is going to happen to the fashion industry as a whole? As you know, like Fashion Week um, would be coming up soon in like September, October. Uh, fashion um, have been canceled for about one year now. And uh, most of the people have like decided to go on digital alert. It's like all the budget people used before to to like create fashion week events, they transfer to like digital work because people stay home. So they watch a lot of Instagram and all these things. So people use a lot in digital creation right now. I think like the industry will move a different way, find some way to do new stuff, but it's kind of unpredictable. I just know like in my part, I must to work in Arabic country because my title of Miss Europe was in Lebanon, like Beirut. And Lebanon is like the high fashion place for like Arabic culture, you know. So I have like a contract to go like back to Beirut, to go in Dubai. But for the moment, due to quarantine, like it's quite difficult, you know. Yeah, I know. Um, I know it's very, very different. And like you said, this pandemic has definitely shifted things. Um, I know I've I've listened to a few podcasts um, and how I would say it just forced, like the fashion industry was already going in a direction of being digital. I think that this pandemic has definitely accelerated that. It's just making it go a lot further, a lot faster. So if we might not go back to ever really focusing on having fashion week per se, um, and there might be a lot of differences in the future, but you know, you're kind of in that center and you actually have more um, knowledge of what's really going on and to come from a model's perspective, that's good because, you know, here in South Florida, we have a growing fashion industry here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what I've seen is that a lot of the, there's the mainstream and then there's like this middle area. So we're kind of like in that middle area. So what happens in the mainstream kind of inspires what happens in the middle area. So, you know, to get those perspective and, um, the knowledge of what's going on in the industry will help other people that's really trying to strive to do better and do be successful in fashion to do make the right decisions. You know what I mean? Yes. It's very important. But I think also quarantine is uh, bad. Obviously, it's really bad. But in some times, it's a way to to make people think about new projects because you have some people who obviously like don't feel good and just do nothing, you know, and you have some other people who are really creative and they just try to, to come up with like some new idea, some new concept, everything new. So I think after quarantine or even like during this quarantine, we will have a lot of surprise. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So tell me what's next for you. Uh, for this series, I must to take part on a charity. So I will work on my breast cancer project. 
uh, it's really important for me. Um, after I will watch like the different uh, press and magazine opportunities I can do next because I have done the cover of L'Official. L'Official is a really big, big magazine in fashion. So I need to think what is my plan next, why opportunities this has given to me. Um, I would like to maybe open my own brand one day, but I don't know when exactly because it's a big decision to take. You know, you need to put a lot of energy inside and... Uh, it would be really hard, but it's one of my projects. That's great. That's yeah. good. It's, it's good to have um, a vision. And I see that you are very diversified in what you um, expect out of your career. And that's an awesome thing. That's really <laughs> awesome thing. <laughs> yes. Before I was also uh, like mostly working alone, but now I have my, like, my whole team who is working for me. I have like one press agent who is uh, working on my profile every day. I have my modeling agent. I have like a manager. So it's like, it's not like before when I started my career and I was feeling like I was alone. Now I have like a whole team who is working with me every day. So it gives me like more confidence and more outcome, you know? Yeah, that's good. That's great. Um, well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. Um, thank you. <laughs> you seem very down to earth. And, um, thank you so much. It was really nice to be with you. Same here. And I wish you all the success. Shine the light